Thank you. Yeah. No, that's fine. Ain't nobody got time for shea butter. Just put it on while we record. Just, just the rubbing sounds of, of of Hillary just rubbing Sarah down with some shea butter. <laughs> yes. Can we break out a camera? Welcome too? to After Hours on the Feminine <laughs> Mistake Podcast. Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. On today's Lady Bits, we journey back to a very special time known as the 1990s. And we have a special guest today to uh, offer a different perspective on the whole uh, use of the word colored in the film, as well as the civil rights imagery. So as you may recall from the uh, full-length episode, which if you have not listened to the full-length episode, please go back and check that out. We did talk about um, the entire film. And uh, we were very uncomfortable with the film's use of... um, the word colored to describe the conflict that was going on in the story made us uncomfortable. We felt like it was um, not uh, well handled. Um, but uh, we have heard uh, from a lot of other people that uh, we, we uh, were um, that uh, disagreed with that point of view. So uh, we've got somebody to offer a different point of view on that today. So uh, let's just get into it. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys. So I guess let's get started with the movie. Um, I I feel like uh, my favorite thing. I mean, you can ask Sarah. We watched this movie together, and I literally squealed at how '90s this was. Yeah. I was like, "This is '90s as fuck." I love it. It was like, yeah, it was really great. The fucking hair and like the the, t- the crop tops that go up, like the necks go up really high, and like yeah. Yeah. the Jennifer Aniston haircut mm-hmm. and the dark lips and the hoodies with no sleeves and i was just like i am in my element right now you guys like the 90s are are alive yeah inside me and i'm really responding to this movie can we talk about what how the movie actually began like with a weird oh the montage montage that was like old-fashioned i I couldn't quite i didn't remember that at all from well it was the commercial about pleasantville and the um the contest or whatever that he's trying to win but even like, before that there was like a weird montage of like the channel changing yeah, between all these commercials strange. right yeah but it was like, it was like I, beauty products i think we and, were supposed to get a sense mm, of that mm. channel i guess yeah. that run it was basically like nick at night if you guys mm, I, I don't yeah. i don't know uh or you guys are younger TV than me but tv land yeah like but but nick at night like nickelodeon nick was the only channel that really ran old shows like that yeah. and there was no tv land tv land was kind of a offshoot of that and so but and they only ran it at night so it was like from eight or nine to five a.m or whatever it was old fucking tv shows like mm-hmm. um i used to fall asleep leave to it, it to beaver, leave it to beaver. Uh, I, the Oz- so I love lucy yeah i love mm-hmm. lucy uh, other Maybe shows that i don't watch oh beverly Bunch? hillbillies yeah beverly yeah. hillbillies um the, all that stuff the bur- did, did they play the 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 Brady Bunch. I feel like Dobie Gillis. Mm-hmm. Who? My sister really liked Dobie Gillis. That was, was that a show or it was an a actor? Show. Yeah. It was Dobie Gillis. Uh, something about Dobie name. Gillis. There was like more to that. It was like, who's fucking around with Dobie Gillis? I don't know. It was something like <laughs> what? that. But it wasn't. <laughs> who's fucking around with Dobie <laughs> Gillis? Nineteen fifty-three. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Donna Reed. Donna Reed. Okay. Anyway, so Nick at Night. So is it like a play on Nick at Night? Mm-hmm. But then we get into the high school. 
And um, they're giving this very depressing talk about how well, well, college well, is not going to help. Hitting you. on oh, yeah, Toby's little one. speech. That was heartbreaking. It was so confusing too. Like the woman uh, or the girl that he's talking to yeah. is like looking off. Yeah, I know not, the eyeline yeah. was weird because was really they were a, trying to match it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it could have been more effective if her eyeline was like straight to camera. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. But you're right. I would have preferred a different choice. She seemed That's like what I wrote down not there. But I guess the point is she's not. Like he's not actually right, talking she's to not her. There. But we don't know that until they show the wide shot. So it was very off putting at first. Well, like, I was oh, watching it and I was just person? like, why is she not reacting to anything he's saying? Like I'd be doing something <laughs> with my face. You know? I immediately <laughs> fell in love with. Toby Maguire like oh, I, I did too he reminded me he reminded me of this boy that I had a crush on in in high school the act character he was playing and I was mm-hmm. just like I love you why, why won't you ask me out Toby? he just seemed like a, a little boy to me like he doesn't seem like someone I have a crush on he just seems like somebody like oh you're so cute well Sarah I like harmless men that's my <laughs> yeah. type I like harmful I like men. them funny and harmless so he really fit into my I like them not around wheelhouse. me you like men lo- not you you mean like unless they're rich you know uh, rich yes. old and about to die so you were Those hoping are, for maybe type. the mayor I yeah. missed, what's yeah. your well, type no. rich old and about to die mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i was like oh get that oh. ring <laughs> yeah that. get that ring mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so toby is uh talking to his dream girl she's ignoring him she's talking to hoodie with no sleeves um <laughs> Hoodie no sleep. I immediately, I was like, I know that guy. I went to high school with that guy. He's not even talking to her. He's like 10 feet away, right? Just practicing his speech or something. He's loving her from afar. Loving, yes. Um, So... I guess we should talk about his character a little bit. Um, So (laughs) there's some kind of marathon going on, like some kind of Pleasantville... TV marathon where you can win a contest. Mm-hmm. You, yes. get, you get a trip to like one of the 20 Pleasantvilles that exist in the United States. Right. Did you all see that map? Yes. That was yeah. Weird. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and meanwhile, also at the high school, we oh, have a thousand dollars. That was the big deal. A thousand dollars. Yeah, or they won a hundred dollars. Was it a hundred? Oh well, that's a, there's a big difference because a thousand dollars, it's like you know. I like, think it was like a thousand dollars, but two. I take a thousand dollars. That's a lot. I take a thousand dollars. to watch TV. If you would like to donate, <laughs> send your check for a thousand dollars to Feminine Mistake Podcast at gmail Um. So, meanwhile, uh, he also has a twin sister. Twin. Gen- yeah, they said yeah, twin. twins. Oh, Jennifer. With, okay. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. I missed that. Fraternal twins. Yes. Mm, identical. He's just in a wig. Um, <laughs> Hillary, <laughs> I am being really obvious right now. Um, I love the scene so much where she walks up to that guy and they're like, hey, hey. Oh, hey, my God. I love that. What are you doing? Know. Nothing. You want to go to this party? Mm, sure. I don't know. It was yeah. just like. No, it was. Do you want to watch the concert on MTV? Oh, yeah. That's even right. as cool as a party. God. It was just <laughs> the concert. So you want to watch a concert on MTV. Yeah. Back when MTV still played music. And it then yeah. cuts to her on the phone with her friend after school and be like, yeah. And I was like, cool. And, and he I was like, cool. I loved it so much. Yeah. It was so high school. And yeah. so yeah. like, a, I mean, it reminded me of girls. I knew. But also this is the nineties and how are they both on the phone at the same time, both brother and sister. Cause they cut oh. back and forth between the two rooms. And I was like, this is not what? real. No, 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 no. You could right? have two separate lines. Although he, I, they were Who both is he on, talking to? He, he, he I don't was think they were on one the of phone his friends. One of his friends. Oh, about right. And Pleasant then it starts Hill. that little oh. montage where they're both getting ready to go to the yes. TV. You can, yes. you can, ha- you had, you could have two. If you were rich, you had two lines. 
if you were poor, mm. you would have to get on the line and go like, God, my boyfriend's calling. Get off the phone. But like if you mm. were rich, you could have more than one line. Do you think they're rich? I didn't live that life. I'm just saying. <laughs> I knew kids who had more than one line. We could not afford more than one line. Yeah. I didn't or an li- answering machine. I, I didn't live that life. So if you called my house, you were just shit yeah. out of luck. I mean, like, I was, we were there or we weren't there. I was so <sighs> excited when we finally got the cordless phone, guys. Like that was like a dream when I was I don't a think kid. we got a like, cordless phone until the 2000s. And they were like talking on the phone. So I didn't really pay much attention. We had one of those phones that the cord was so stretched that like it just like it was like a puddle. It was just like a puddle on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) It had been stretched like all the way up to someone. I wasn't allowed to have a phone in my room. Like I could only talk on the phone that was in the kitchen. So I had to have every important intimate conversation with my crush is I didn't talk to them on the phone that much (laughs) honestly. Um Oh my god! You so talked to your crushes on the phone. I did too. Like when I was but a they kid, they were terrible conversationalists. Guys, you're much better yeah. off with text, okay? Because oh let me thank, let me yeah, tell thank you, God for teenage text boys on a phone are just a fucking nightmare. That's you're just awful. like, so what you did today? Like they're just like not yeah. talkers. Okay. Text yeah. way better, way better. Yeah. Anyway, so Reese is invited. Remember, how about you? Did you ever have any experience like, talking tr- to your your boyfriends on the phone? I was just trying, trying to recall. That was probably like, that weird look on my face. I was like, years ago, I don't remember. even remember. I, know, so I remember the the color of my phone. Like it was oh, like yeah. purple. <gasps> you Ooh, had a purple, really? I had a purple phone, yeah. and I remember using a, it. Her personal purple phone, <laughs> but or was it your house's phone? Like I'm I saying, was it, a was it phone? something that you, like your mom and dad used too? I don't or? know. I don't remember that. Okay. It may have been mine. Because I, I was not allowed to have my own phone. No, guys. I was. I, well, I was, I got a phone line at one point that was connected to the computer back when you could still like hook a phone and a computer up to oh, the same line yeah. and like get internet that way. Yeah. But you couldn't use the computer and the phone at the same time, and it had to stay by the computer. So my parents were like, sure, you can have your own phone line, but you have to sit in the living room. Mm. And so like, my parents mm. would be sitting out there watching TV, and I'd be like, oh my God, did you hear what so-and-so said? And they're like, what did so-and-so say, Hillary? <laughs> what happened <laughs> oh at school God. today? My mom didn't get it. Was my useless. mom worked the 3 to 11 shift, so... I could have all kinds of conversations in the living room. I couldn't. Sorry, mom, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this, but <laughs> I took advantage all of you not being at home to talk about all things that anyway, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to get grounded. I'm going to get grounded. So they break the remote. Um, now nobody can watch TV, but it's like, you know, I mean, look, go to a Best Buy, get a universal yeah. remote problem solved. Right. But right. immediately Don, Don, Don Knotts Don shows up. Shows up. <laughs> In his van. Barney from Andy Griffith, yep. as I know mm-hmm. him. Did we look up, like, was this... Oh, he was pretty I old. Was I this one yeah. of his last we'll, we'll movies? Or, like, did he do anything after this? I don't know. I didn't, I okay. didn't look it up. Sorry, audience. But we'll, we will. After how creepy On the break, he maybe. fucking was in this, they were like, not going to hire that. He was adorable. adorable. Oh, my God. He was so adorable. He was so creepy. Like, he had a little voice like this. Well, Don not shows up. And he gives them this uh, weird metal space looking what remote. Is that? Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess it looks like in. a 1950s and they, like, remote, maybe? Trust, like, I, I don't I, know. Like, this is they, how you get murdered. They're like, yeah, it's they're true. only like slightly like, we didn't call anyone. I'd be like, excuse me, like, who are you and why are you here? We didn't I'd call be, anyone. Like, I'd be like, oh, Don Knotts, you're so cute. Come on in. Have some tea. But they're, I'd be like, I have a gun. 
Wow. Get but, away. Don't but show up unannounced to Hillary's. So. But like Nicole's re- reaction to this was kids are dumb because they just they accepted are. Kids the are remote. Dumb. All they wanted was the TV. That's all they were thinking about. So he brings them a special remote. He does a lot After, of nudge, nudge, winking. winking. Well, he quizzes him on Pleasantville oh, yes, before yeah. he gives him the remote. That's he doesn't true. know if he's worthy until the kid is like, yeah, I know yeah. every single fucking detail. And this is so confusing to me. Like, who is he and what is his mission in life and why does right? he want to put people back in the show? I know. Like, I just it was don't not, get it. Yeah, this was a big yeah. plot hole because it seemed like at, like at first... I mean, we, we, we'll get there, but it seemed like at first, so he wanted to put him in Pleasantville. He's apparently been looking for someone to put in Pleasantville. But he's like some supernatural but, figure. But for like, what? He's not like but a for real... what? But for what? Like exactly. to, to better him? To better to, to better David? It's Was a device. It just... It's just but, plain, plain it, and but simple they, But it would have been so, it's so fucking lazy. Like it would have mm-hmm. been so easy for them to either be like, you know, for him to be like, you know, wink, I made your life better. Or yeah. I wanted to bring someone here to make Pleasantville better. Yeah. Like something, like he really has no, no yeah. reason. And, and when motivation, and I don't understand ahead, it. But when things do start to change, he's mad. So He is mad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like was he like linked to the the um, contest in some way? Like the contest was really like a like really bring you to Pleasantville, really take you to Pleasantville. That would have been oh cool. God. That yeah. would have been fucking cool. But no, cool. they were fucking lazy, and they're just like Don Not shows up. Everybody will love him because yeah, he was on sucks Andy Griffith. The TV. Sucks him in the TV, and then everyone will forget about it because it's the '90s and nobody gives a shit. Yeah. So that's what happens. They get they they uh, he presses the button, he gets sucked into the TV, and mm-hmm. they become. The, the teenage boy and girl from the Pleasantville sitcom. But in Mary Sue. But in Mary Sue. Oh, there is one thing. Um, She sees the, um, the, her date, like Don Knotts shows her date knocking on the door. And like, after like one knock, oh, yeah. he's like, bitch. Oh yeah. We didn't <laughs> yeah. even mention that. Like, yeah. So <laughs> the guy who was supposed to come over in the nineties world and mm-hmm. go on a date with the, her. This yeah. is like the, the, ni- the nineties version of like a guy texts you and you don't respond fast enough. And he's like, bitch. He's like you were ugly anyway. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> typical. It's good to know that the, the, those responses are timeless. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God, nothing's changed. <laughs> okay, so uh, we um, got some feedback from our last Pleasantville episode. Um, we've had several people. I'm right now. I'm I'm joined by Hillary and Sarah, and we've got yep. a special uh, special Return guest, guest. returning guest. Uh, we'll get to in a second. She's so, dancing. Um, Pleasantville. We had some feedback that there was a very critical part of the movie that maybe we missed something that we had, uh, uh, you know, like some opinions about that there was a lot of uh, disagreement with, and that's specifically about the aspect of using the world word colored um, in the film. That whole metaphor, uh, it made us very uncomfortable. If you did not listen to the uh the full length episode go back and listen to it it's great uh and uh, <laughs> uh but we were very uncomfortable with that words and we had a lot of people tell us that there was something we missed there so uh here to t- to to give a different perspective is a returning guest uh and originator of the black doll test you may remember from our nine to five episode jasmine waters jasmine. hey working nine to five. Oh, yeah all i know about sure. oh, and her dahlia. <laughs> all right yes. so jasmine um so I'm just going to let you start with what you, uh, w- 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 would you like to start with uh, some of your feelings about what we missed about that? Sure. The film? Um, I will preface by saying I'm minorly biased because I do love the film Pleasantville. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was introduced to it, it was probably my teens and my sister was watching it. And I was like, yep, this is it. Paul Walker. Mm, 
Yep. Well, mm-hmm. there's no disagreement there. Tall drink. I think oh, I'll, water. Yeah, um, I think also, Paul Walker. for anyone who does not know me, I have uh, the darker skin. And um, so the first time I'm finding slack. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, whenever I watched Pleasantville, I thought it was really awesome how they take 1950s, which is on TV. You're not going to see a black person unless they happen to be a maid or a milkman. Did that even exist in like the Donna Reed show? Did you ever like I'm trying to think. Not really. Ever a single black person in one of those shows. Not really. And when they start making appearances, it's like milkman. And that's his line and he drops off some bottles and he walks like, away milk right um so you know pleasantville <laughs> i think it has <laughs> that intentional um that intentional like because it's pleasant it has no people of actual color so um so in order okay. to give you that um that fear of the unknown and like what the hell is happening they make the white people colored it's brilliant white okay. people facing the same issues that black people face I love it. I'm into it. So you did <laughs> not feel like that aspect of the movie was shoehorned in there. You feel like no. that they were laying the groundwork for that. In I knew they, I scenes. feel like they knew mm. it whenever they decided it was going to be based off a black and white show Okay. called Pleasantville, Okay. where there were already no black people, where women were objects mm-hmm. and not really people. It's like, oh, gee, I would love to go to the sock hop with you. You know, yeah. that kind of woman. I was like, oh, yeah, no, we're about to get into this. And the second people like things started turning colored and then like when things start, started getting real, shit started getting real, if I may. Um, it was, and yeah, it was kind of like the transition from the 50s to the 60s mm-hmm. and this, this, the civil rights type from like situation, what they yeah. thought was pleasant. And, you know, and then the pleasant people are like the assholes because they're putting up signs like no colored people uh, chasing the newly colored white girl who is running down the street, calling her his colored girlfriend and like making suggestive things as to um sexually harassing her at so the like same this, time you're talking about this sort of rapey scene with uh, yeah. joan allen that and break yeah. bra- breaking into the shop and like breaking the glass right and the, the paintings and destroying that that business that colored so business. so so you so you think so you're saying that um they were made so they were making a point with this they weren't like co-opting this imagery for their own purposes i think? don't think so i think yeah. it was intended to be a point yes did white people make Make this yeah yeah but i think that there was a point to be said for it um and i think it had a major voice like some notes i wrote down where uh the fear of things that are different Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of times they kind of slip things in like all of the colored people loved rock and roll right Mm -hmm. rock and roll is created by black people sorry if any of our listeners didn't know that i apologize we're all about educating so bad also did you i i actually (laughs) read this um you know in um what's his name gregory peck uh how to kill a mockingbird to kill a mockingbird sorry Mm -hmm. To how, kill a mo- how to kill a mockingbird is a, is <laughs> a YouTube, YouTube sorry to- yeah. tutorial video. <laughs> <laughs> to kill a mockingbird and the end scene where there's they're in the courthouse and all the black people are up mm-hmm. up high and the white people are down in the the room and in the main room. Yeah, and then like so they had that imagery too. They had yeah. all the 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 people in the col- colored col- people. Col- color. Yes, I'm sorry. The, the colored okay. people up on the balcony and all which the is not black something and white. i noticed that they were separated mm-hmm. but i would i did not pick up on that 
as a as a example of that sort of iconic image of, yeah courthouses used to that. be uh segregated as most things were um so colored people would have to sit upstairs and all the white people could be downstairs um which i which is a brilliant image whenever they show it yeah. on pleasantville like the the shot that they get i think looks really pretty and really cool yeah yeah um but i mean yeah I just wrote down that colored equals different and unknown. And it's like also a commentary on how shows and how, like how they viewed women and how they viewed people of color. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, then, and so you're also, I think uh, I just to back up a little bit. So uh, there, you were not bothered by the fact that there were no actual people of color in the movie because in a TV show like that, they would not have been in. I accept the fact that there are no black people in the, the pleasantville section of things because it feels intentional why were there no black people whenever they were in the 90s no one right knows. no one right? knows for sure we yeah know. there were literally there were no, <laughs> no black, black people. people in that 90s but so i you know i i accept section. i think i accept that because i uh, know when i say accept i mean that very loosely i don't let that upset me about the movie because the black people would not have gotten any lines had they been in there because they would have been there for they two might, seconds in the high school. Come, they would have come in and yeah. said, milk. And they would have dropped off some Right. <laughs> How different a movie would it have been if Mar- Mary Sue and Bud had been black? Um, I think oh, that man, if that would they, have been interesting. If the movie had black people, especially in Pleasantville, it becomes less of a commentary yeah. on the time period. And people will start focusing on the actual black people yeah. and what they're going through. That's true. Which... It's great because black people were going through a lot in the 1950s, obviously. Yeah. But that wasn't the purpose, I don't feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I've always loved that movie. Even when I was in my early teens watching that, I was like, oh, oh, they done did it. They, oh, ooh, ooh, that's, there it is. I loved it too, but I, n- I, n- I never saw it from that, that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for, yeah. thank you so sure. much. You know, it's cool. Like, I don't have any personal, like, like, uncomfortable i'm not uncomfortable when i pull race cards <laughs> so what? I, it's just like when <laughs> i hear not. the word colored that it's, immediately like you know there's like a inside sends, my my whiteness goes oh my god you know like yeah, immediately well it's just shivers. like um yeah i get the white guilt shivers that's a good description uh, yes Devin, the hubs uh he had me listening to or watching a video that was about um the story of oj by Jay Z, mm-hmm. and yes. it's a video where older people li- watch the video and hear the song for the first time. And it's white people and black people, women and men. And there are black women and uh, older black men that don't get it. There's a black older woman who does get it, and or like they get it, but they're like, I don't know why we're using this language. But a oh, black wait, older this woman. This is a video where it's like people have watched the. Yeah, new they're Jay-Z. watching like oh, they okay. film their reactions. Um, yes, all their reactions. All the older white men are so livid at yeah. Jay-Z's use of the N-word. He's like, I just I just thought we were past this. I can't believe that he would use this. They don't even get the fact that he's using it for a reason. One of the old white men does, and he says, you know, I get that he's saying that they are still in this place. I just don't feel like this is how it needed to be told. Oh, but really? just like, just, well, that's how, that was our reaction to the use but of the you word know, colored in this uh, film so I feel like it wasn't the exact same but i think yeah. it's very similar there's one there's one older white woman and one older black woman and they were both like my favorite people because the black woman was like you know i might not like it like the way it's happening 
but I do understand what he's doing. He did this very smart. Like, this is brilliant. And she's like, I don't like it because it reminds me of growing up and like what was on TV and some of the things that were happening in our world. But it's brilliant. And the white woman said the same thing. She was like, you know, people are uncomfortable, but that's the point. Yeah. People are supposed to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, look at this. This is not, this is part of us. Look at what we, we can't did. Right. Ignore because it's not like, oh, remember when that happened? It's like the, this, the, the problem still exists and right. there's no way to um, fix something if you won't acknowledge right. that it's broken. And I think it's the same thing with Pleasantville. It's like, um, you see a whole bunch of white people making these very uh, big civil rights points <laughs> and you're like, I'm using very white people do that evocative imagery. <laughs> can, can, can we do that? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. As long as it's intentional. I think if it happened and it didn't seem intentional, then I would be offended. But everything um, seems intentional. I do agree with you guys um, that some of the womenly things were breezed over. It yeah. was like the resolution of the right female character storyline right like Reese just, Witherspoon and it was like and, that was breezed yeah. over but I think that they um they did a great job of touching on the colored issues but I wrote down a quote that I really liked um right. that uh I think Bud said it and he's like there is no right car there is no right house it's not supposed to be anything and that's when he's like talking to his mom when that's he gets funny. back to the 90s mm-hmm. and you know I think that's just a real ode to like the full circle of how life in the world work. Um, especially because in Pleasantville, everything's supposed to be pleasant, but and nothing perfect. is perfect yeah. because yeah. there are no black people. And <laughs> when can't be people perfect. can't be perfect, either. I mean, not even just black people. I mean, people of color. I love yeah. all my uh, people of Latin descent and Hispanics and, you know, all that fun no stuff. No Native Americans. Gay or trans people. Not in one. Pleasantville. And yeah. that's weird. Well, not anyone who's out anyway. You want to find Pleasant? Yeah, I'm sure there are a few. <laughs> Go to a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, um, thank you, Jasmine, for thank you. Uh, yes, you know coming on and talking about um, your thoughts on Pleasantville. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm All sorry. Right. Hillary was holding the mic like a penis. Oh, God. Please don't <laughs> try to put that in your mouth. <laughs> well, that wraps it up for today's Lady Bits. We'd like to thank special guest Tyna Rushing for uh, talking with us about the film Pleasantville. Um, it's been wonderful to have her on the show this month. Um, you can check out more of what she's up to. Uh, she's uh, She works a lot in Atlanta as an actor, both on the stage and on screen. So uh, look out for her this fall on Amazon in the series uh, One Mississippi with Tig Notaro, as well as the show The Inspectors on CBS. And uh, if you'd like to know uh, more about what she's up to, you can follow her on Instagram. That's at uh, Tyna Rushing on Instagram. Right now, you can check out uh, Critical Crop Top's latest short, Bad Day, uh, that is written and directed by our very own Hillary R. Heath. Um, it stars myself and Jasmine Waters, who you heard today, as well as uh, Andy Fleming and Brian Ashton Smith. So uh, go check it out on our Vimeo channel. Um, that's uh, vimeo.com backslash critical crop top. And uh, you can see that as well as a lot of other um, films that we've got there, like Dick Pick Professional, 80s Dating Video Remix, and web series like PYT's Web Show and um, The Motherload. We've got a new live show coming up. It's very exciting. It's called Critical Crop Top Does Real 
theater. So uh, you know it's legit. And it's going to be on August 4th and 5th at the Village Theater. That's a Friday and Saturday. Um, tickets are only $10. They're on sale on our website. So you can go to criticalcroptop.com and click the tickets tab. And right there you can get your tickets. Um, so please uh, come and uh, come enjoy us. Enjoy us live in your in front of your faces. Um, it's going to be a really great show. We're really uh, excited about it. We just started rehearsing this week. So um, yeah, go visit visit us at criticalcroptop.com and get your tickets to the Critical Crop Top live sketch show. So once again, we'd like to thank Tarna Rushing, our special guest. This is our last week talking about the film Pleasantville. We also want to thank uh, Jasmine Waters for coming in and sharing her opinions about the film. And uh, you'll get more Jasmine Waters next month when we'll be talking about Fast Times at Ridgemont High with special guest Jasmine Waters. So uh, come back next week and check out our first episode on that. Um, we would love to hear from you. So um, please, you know, uh, visit our Facebook page. That's at Feminine Mistake Pod um, for the podcast. Um, Critical Crop Top, of course, you can also find us on Facebook as at Critical Crop Top on Twitter and on Instagram as at Critical Crop Top. Um, so tell us what you thought of Pleasantville um, and uh, we'd like to hear your thoughts about that. You can subscribe to this podcast, Feminine Mistake Podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. Um, and please, if you like the show, consider leaving us a review. Um, that helps um, That helps us uh, get found in the search results. So if people are looking for content like ours, uh, they will be able to find us. Um, of course, uh, if you've got a horrifying casting breakdown that you would like us to read on the show dramatically, um, please send that or any of your other thoughts to feminine mistake podcast at gmail.com. Woo!